We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. We've got an amazing show for you today. It's going to be fun. It's going to go fast. But we got to start, Perloff, with what we saw last night, which was a complete and utter annihilation the 49ers destroyed the Arizona Cardinals. Now, of course, Kyler Murray wasn't playing, although a lot of people painted that as a positive. <laughs> yeah, Colt we McCoy, did. <laughs> yeah, like people like us. Uh, because Colt McCoy had played well the game before. McCoy, McCoy played terribly. Uh, the 49ers' defense is legit. And now Jimmy G and this offense, with the addition of Christian McCaffrey, has just taken on like a whole new life. Yeah. Like, they're daring Jimmy G to throw. He's burning them. They finished the first half throwing the ball 14 to 15 times. Then, of course, you know, you come out of halftime, Arizona tries to sag off defense. They run five of the six, you know, next seven plays or whatever. And they just burned them every which way possible. And this, to me, looks like now the second best team in the NFL. The Chiefs are one. And if the 49ers are going to play like this, they are the second best team in the NFL. Okay, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted here because I picked the Niners preseason, and I think you're you're yeah. very close to being right. But I'm also an Eagles fan, and I think I disagree a little bit. I think the Eagles, Cowboys, and Niners are tightly packed. They're all about the same team. And Jimmy G was good, but even in what he's 14 and 15, you notice a few of the balls were just off, and his amazing gadget arm receivers just pull everything <laughs> well, in. I mean, that's I, always been there's true just for such Jimmy's. a great marriage between Brandon Ayuk and Debo and Kittle last night. So they make up for him. I have to admit, as an, I'm going to speak as an Eagles fan again, they're terrifying with Christian McCaffrey because that little bit of cushion for Jimmy G when Jimmy G doesn't know what to do with the ball makes that offense so much better, and the defense is incredible. The defense is incredible. My guy Andy Dalton faces it on Sunday, and I, I don't give him a chance. <laughs> don't, I don't watch give that him a chance. one. Well, it's a short week, and they're coming off Mexico City. But here's where I will take a little bit of exception to what you said. They beat Arizona in Mexico City. Arizona is clearly mailing it at this point. They are done. Can we really, really value that win? Okay, so I see what you're saying. We'll get to the Arizona side of this because everyone was taking shots at Kyler Murray last night. We'll talk about what's happening with the coaching situation, all that. But this is why I don't think it's fluky. Here are some numbers, and this is courtesy of the Athletics, so thank you. Here are some numbers since Christian McCaffrey was traded to the 49ers. Okay, before Christian McCaffrey came, they were averaging 20, about 20 points per game. Since Christian McCaffrey has been on the team, they're averaging 28 and a half points. Major boost. Their third down conversion rates. We know how important that is in the NFL to keep drives going. Before Christian McCaffrey, 41%. 
after Christian McCaffrey, 55%, including last night. Jimmy Garoppolo's gone three straight games without throwing an interception. That's the first time he's done that in his career. He's now third amongst quarterbacks in DVOA, along with Tua and Patrick Mahomes. Like, McCaffrey has added a dimension to this offense that was already dangerous, but now is on a totally different level. So that's why I think it's more than just a very good game against Arizona. Okay, but they're 6-4 now. They're going to have a hard time catching the Cowboys and the Eagles for the one and two seed. So that means they're going to have to go into Dallas where they played the Cowboys to a standstill last year. Yep. Ended up winning the game. They're going to have to hope that the Cowboys don't get an early lead and get Micah Parsons unloading on Jimmy G. Then they'll probably, they might have to go to Philly. So yep. it's it's not, I, I totally understand. I just don't think, I think they are the second best team in the NFL. I just don't think they're head and shoulders above Dallas and Philly. So I think that if if they get say let's say they they're 6 and 4 now. They end up with five losses. Yeah. 12 and 5. That's still probably not going to be enough to get above these NFC East teams. So it's going to be a road trip in the playoffs, Maggie. And come on, the way how close San Francisco plays every playoff game. Yeah. This is I don't know that I feel so comfortable with my preseason Super Bowl pick. I definitely think they're in a mix, but I don't see them as having this overwhelm. What we saw last night, I don't see them doing that to Philly and Dallas. Okay, so it would be you're right. I think they're tightly I like I think that the the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, and then like we can talk about the teams afterwards. I think that now the NFC, you're right, it's a little bit more bunched up. We're not putting Tampa Bay right there yet, although we Ooh. all think Tampa Bay is going to be there in the playoffs. I do. Because Brady. That's another one. <laughs> okay, but think about it. If there's one team that you really think can play on the road, don't you think it's the 49ers? You know, it's a team that can play in all weather, right? They've already shown they can play in cold weather. They won in Lambeau last year. You know that old saying, like, good lines travel? They have a great offensive line. They have a great defensive line. That's always great for on the road. And they don't have to rely on big explosive plays because they can run the ball. They can throw. They can do anything that you – whatever you don't want them to do, that's exactly what they're going to do. So – in some ways, I wouldn't be that worried about them going on the road. But everything you just said, you could say about Dallas, too, by the way, who just won 40-3 to on the road in Minnesota, uh, designed a little bit like that. All that's true. I was at the NFC title game in 2017 in the Magical Eagles year. Yes. That is a hard place to go and win. No, I know. In January, in late January. You get a battery thrown at your head. Now, somehow the Niners out-tough the Packers in the cold of Lambeau. So you're right. They've proven it. Their, their defense is unbelievable. Guys, their like, offense is tough. We talked to Debo Samuel last week about that. Their offense is tough. Yes, definitely. But you know what it's like in Philly. You, you've been oh, there. I, I, know, I know. You've been there. I know. I've seen I've seen the fist fights. Uh, and I'm not totally guaranteed that your team, the Cowboys, isn't going to knock Philly out of that <laughs> my, number one. My team, number the one seed. They have three losses. Eagles have one, but they're both 2-1 and one in the division. It is going to be a wild race. I, I totally agree with what you said. KC... And then there's a bit of a drop-off probably to the Bills, in my mind. Man, it's not like that in the NFC. No, but this is about the time, right? Week 11 just fi- finished up. Like This is about the time, I think, when you start getting some favorites that really emerge. Now, there's still a long way to go, right? We No one saw the Bengals this time last year, right? They were losing to the Jets with Mike White. So a lot can happen. But it just seems to me that this is Chiefs, and now this is, yeah, 49ers, Dallas and the Philadelphia wait, Eagles. Wait, wait, but right, right now, no, I, think the four, I think right now the 49ers are, are I think number one in the NFC. One more thing. You're making a mistake putting the NFC as the number two team. Buffalo would, would house any of these teams. I'm sorry. Buffalo is the second best team in the NFL. Yeah, but Buffalo right now is on a little bit of an identity search. You know, like they it, it, they, they were it was good. It was good against <laughs> against Cleveland, but they're still on a bit of a they're, – they're not fully out in the clear yet. You think Buffalo would struggle against – 
Philadelphia, Dallas, or San Francisco. Absolutely. Those would be tight def- games. They'd definitely be favored, though. Um, well, I don't know about that, but they would def- they'd be tight games for sure. Really? I, I think Buffalo is a much better team. I mean, yet they have so much more track record. They have Josh Allen. They have Stephon Diggs. Look at the, the all three of these teams we just mentioned, San Francisco, Philly, and Dallas have flaws. They're not necessarily, you know. But San Francisco has the much better track record than the Bills. At least yeah. they've been to the Super Bowl. I don't know. You think they could really do all that stuff to the Bills? I think the Bills are much better than you give me. Who's your, are they your second best team in the AFC at least? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you might say Ravens or Dolphins. And I was well, gonna... you know how I feel about that Miami offense. Um, how about Brandon Ayuk yeah. last night? Scores the touchdown, and then like a lot of guys do, throws the ball just like to the, basically into like the side of the padding there, and instead hits the camera guy yeah, right yeah. in the junk. Yeah, <laughs> Can yeah, you yeah. imagine? You're this poor guy. I don't know if he was from Mexico or if he was from the United States or wherever he was from, but like you get a chance to be photographed <laughs> in the end zone for an NFL game and what you have to, you leave. That guy's lucky he didn't have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I thought every man in America was about to just like basically vomit over the side of his couch. What do you think of the Mexico City presentation? I thought it was excellent. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like it went well. I know that guys were talking about the altitude and how they could feel it. I've been to Mexico City many times. I think I've told you guys my brother yeah. lived there for many years. And it's it's a great city. I can't say enough about it. Yeah. Do you think they could have a team? I think so. The travel is just as easy as somewhere else in the United States. I mean, besides like customs and things like that, mm. it's the travel's nothing. Yeah, I it's like it. It's not like going to Europe where you're really changing time zones. It's an hour back. Yeah, I mean, this there's been it's been a successful Coast. international year for the NFL because Germany was a huge hit. Yep. I feel like last night was a big hit too. It just looked good. Uh also the I understand the ticket requests and the crowds were gigantic. The NFL, you know how greedy they are. They're gonna be into this. <laughs> well, they're looking for new markets. I mean, yeah. it's greedy, but it's also like their business model. Anyway, so that I think was a success last night. It was certainly a success for the 49ers. And now to me, they look like the second best team in the NFL. The McCaffrey trade, like we can talk about Roquan Smith. We could talk about what your Eagles did, Perloff, but without a doubt, I think the 49ers have won the trade deadline with what McCaffrey's bringing to the offense. Oh, definitely. But I, I think we should put up a poll because I, I have a strong disagree on that second best team. I, I think it's the Bills. I, Still. I, Still, what taking the temperature right now? I they have can't a better record than the Niners. You make it, yes. Yeah, but the Niners had Trey Lance for the first couple games. Like I'm giving a little bit of grace to the Niners here. All right, let's get a poll out there. All right, Samter, are you on top of that? Who is and Samter looks like he just uh, you can't say who's the second came best from team. Zach Wilson's funeral. Well, so I'm I'm running assuming the chief. Oh, Maggie, I'm, so, oh. I'm sorry. He's a nice, healthy young guy. Oh but. man. Funeral, figuratively. Assuming the Chiefs are the number one team in the NFL, who's the second best team? No, see, that won't work because a lot of people will say the Eagles or the Cowboys or... Are the, are the 49ers the second best team in the NFL behind the Chiefs? Yes, no. Beautiful. That no, 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 no. Who's a better team, <laughs> the 49ers or the Bills? No. no I'm no, telling no. I mean, Vegas has a yeah, Bills. but then there's other... I mean, if you want to throw in the Cowboys, the... But, there's a no, lot no, of no, other no. That's why I'm saying it's not the second best. I think the, there's a general perception out there. I, I think you're... I think the general perception is the Bills are the second-best team in the league. And I know, and listen, I know people in the media are down on them. The Vegas odds still have them tied with the Chiefs for number one. I think you're way too down on the Bills. And I think people will agree with me. Okay, well, so let's see what people put in the comments. You can go to at Maggie and Pearl, or you think that I'm, uh, I would phrase this way, bias in like a biased way. Yeah, the second-best thing is confusing. Who is a better team right now, the Niners or the Bills? It should be close to 50-50, right? 
I guess, like, if you want to say, assuming the Chiefs are number one, I think everyone gets that, right? Are we really workshopping the poll on the air? This yes. Is, this is what no, we're doing. No, there's so many different sides. If, if we're specifically going into the Bills, then, you know, we can just compare the two of them. But there's so many other teams that people will say vie for the second best team, the Cowboys and the Bucks. So, like, we can throw the Bills in there, but I feel like we're throwing the Cowboys and all these other yeah. teams out of it. It's, 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 it's skewing the question too much. If the Chiefs are number one, are the, are the 49ers the second best team in the NFL? That is totally skewing the question. Well, how about this? Just say who is the second best team in the NFL and then put five choices. How about who are the top two teams in the NFL? Can't do it. No. Either way, that. this isn't going to work. Yeah, because <laughs> these then, are all then, things then that we should have thought throw about. The Chiefs at number one. I think it's who's the second ago. best team in the NFL. You can only put four choices though. Pro off. Got it on a poll. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have you not done a Twitter poll? I. I didn't remember how many choices there were. Sorry, does everybody know that? <laughs> I mean, if you use Twitter, you do. Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Big Dave is calling from Kentucky. Dave, how you living today? Hey, I'm living large right now. Listen, y'all are confused me with all those poll parameters. <laughs> but uh, anyway, listen, you know, you could debate. There's a, there's, a, I, I think there's a whole group of teams uh, – and I would agree that the Chiefs are probably going to have to say they're the best team in the league right now. I think there's a whole, you know, there's probably five or six teams that are in that next tier. But I'm going to tell you something, and y'all know I'm a, I'm a huge Cowboys fan, but the Niners are going to be a problem, especially yeah. they've got Mitchell back at running back. But listen, I wanted to double back on, on the conversation yesterday for just a second, because I, after I hung up, after we talked, I, I listened to you guys on the way home about the quarterback discussion and the homes being so much better than everyone else and yeah. all these other, these other quarterbacks. Listen, here's the thing. In order to be an elite quarterback, you know, Mahomes has got a lot of he's got a lot of things going for him. He's got arm strength, his mobility and all that. But the one single common denominator when it comes to longevity of elite play is being able to read and process defenses and make split second decisions with the ball. Everything outside of that is icing on the cake. The athleticism buys you time. If you have a super strong arm like a Josh Allen you, know, you can get by with reading something a fraction later because you can deliver the ball center. Right. But make no mistake, the common denominator is being able to read, process defenses, and make decisions in a split second. Yeah, and Dave, I think it's a great point, and I think Mahomes has that at an elite level. So I would still say that my Mahomes thought, which is, you know, uh, from yesterday, which is, you know, Mahomes going to kind of have like a Michael Jordan-type run where he keeps other great quarterbacks in the AFC from winning Super Bowls. I think that he does read and react. Like, I think that his processing is one of the best in the league. Oh, definitely. I mean, he's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the, you had an interesting debate after the show. When Mahomes loses his mobility, right. where is he going to be on the list? Right, because we're looking at, like, Russell Wilson right now, who yeah. is a shell of himself, right. right? Because he just can't run, won't run, whatever you want to say. You know, it's completely changed for the worse how he plays quarterback. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, listen, it, it could be Denver, it could be Hackett. There's a lot. It's a little early to say that he's totally done. Yeah. And also remember Mahomes, uh, my foot and ankle doctor could do a whole dissertation on what's <laughs> wrong with his foot. So Mahomes, <laughs> I tell guy, you, this guy talks a lot for being a doctor. You know, you think you go to the doctor and like, he just read it in the paper. He, uh, okay. they, 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 like, he really is, spills the tea on all these. Mahomes guys. is not his patient. Okay. So he's, he's like, what I've read, this is what happens to players. So the thing with Mahomes though, are you even positive he's going to make it through to the Super Bowl this year without getting dinged? No, of course not. Feels like he's always 
four scrambles away from from twisting an ankle or something. That's that's a problem, Mahomes. It's yeah. happened two out of the last three years. There's been major injury problems with the Chiefs, so we'll see. Let's go to Ramon. He's in Indianapolis. Has a thought on who the second best team in the NFL is. What's up, Ramon? Hey, how you guys doing today? And fascinating call. And and, and my good buddy that's such in love with, with uh such in love with uh Buffalo. I'm down. I mean, I, Buffalo. I'm, I'm almost sixty. And I have seen all the things. And until they do something, I'm not giving them nothing. Now, my second best team to me is Miami. One, they beat Buffalo. And two, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They're coming on. Are you not, you're gone. I'm telling you, Tua has not been touched since the, since the concussion. Yeah. Look at all those, look at all of them. He hasn't been touched. They've shored all that up, and you got to – Care, we don't care about you talked about weather one of those days last week about going to Buffalo. Now we know they're not going to probably go to Buffalo. Yeah. So we know it's not going to happen. But the, the AFC champ is Cincinnati. And if, if, if they gain that steam like I think they are, then they will be the second best team once the regular season, if not the best in the AFC once the regular season is over. Mark you know, my words. Ramon, thank, you. Uh, thank, thank you so much for the call. We love hearing from you. Appreciate it. Here's the one thing. I'll say this about Miami, and I'll also say it about the Bengals. What's, what state is the defense in by the end of the season? Because often, both offenses I completely believe in, you know, for because the Bengals have shown they have depth at receiver, even with Jamar Chase not healthy Perloff, they're still able to put up a lot of points. Miami is one of the best, if not the best offense in the NFL. But defensively, where are they come January? Yeah, well, I mean, this is it's a cute storyline. You know where they play in two weeks. At San Francisco. That's going to be the end of Tua's season, so we can move on to a new story. Oh, <laughs> no, I just think, listen, and I would have told that caller, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, and then they have Houston coming up this week. There's going to be all sorts of hype around Tua, and that is not going to be a real test. I think, wait, let's see him play against some good defenses in the second half of the season. Then they got the Niners, the Chargers, the Bills, who they, if, as you mentioned, they beat, but yep. they didn't really offensively explode against the Bills. And then they have maybe a healthier Packers, Patriots, end the season with Jets. That doesn't look like Tua is going to blaze through that schedule. I think they're going to have to learn to win in other ways. you got to admit, that's a lot harder than a lot of Chicago-Detroit. 
Of course, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, getting started here. Have a fun show on tap for you today, but want to hear from you early and often. You can call us at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Also, did we decide on the poll question? Even Big Dave said he was he was confused by our conversation. We're doing production meetings on the air. Not only did we do the poll question, but apparently 30 seconds after I posted the poll, Andrew Perloff posted the exact same poll <laughs> with the exact same wording. The only difference was I put uh, Bills, Eagles, 49ers, and other because there's so many other teams, and he only put Bills, Eagles, 49ers, and Cowboys. Oh, I didn't, sorry, I didn't know you were putting that up there because I couldn't handle all that nonsense that was going on <laughs> this, in the poll. I, it much. took me two seconds to put up the poll myself. Listen, the, it the confused Big Dave. Who's the second best team in the NFL behind the Chiefs? We were exactly the same. It confused Big Dave, and he's one of the smartest callers that we have. If it's confusing him, then it's confusing everybody in the room. That's just that's just. The so wait, but you left the Cowboys out, and I left the Dolphins out. I, I thought they were going to get some Dolphins. I, I included the Cowboys and Dolphins with quote-unquote other. All right, go to at Maggie and Pearl, go to at Andrew Perloff. You can sift through all of that. Coming up, Aaron Rodgers gets candid about life after football. We'll get to that in just a moment. Don't move more Maggie and Perloff right after this. Hanging out with you on this Tuesday. And if it is Tuesday, that means Aaron Rodgers is talking. So let's check in on our buddy. No, my my computer. <laughs> What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? What are we up to today? <laughs> Honestly, what the bleep are we up to today? I, I it's a better question. This, this whole this whole segment started wrong when I forgot we were a minute short because of live read. I'm, doo, 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 doo. I know. Honestly, where would we be without me? Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I mean, you do know how many options are on a Twitter poll, which gives you a huge leg up. <laughs> gives you a huge whole... advantage. Um, Aaron Rodgers, enough about us move to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, He was asked today on the Pat McAfee show about whether it's going to be hard for him to stay engaged in the season because the season has, quite frankly, been so bad. Well, look, I mean, I'm a human. Of course, you think about life after football. When you have interests outside of the game, there's always things that come up that you spend time doing. But to sit there and say, oh, no, it's all ball all the time and blah, 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 like... I mean, I don't know. That's not the way I am. Like, like there's there's life after football, and there's life outside of football, even during the season. And I think it's important to, to keep that balance. So, Rogers answering honestly. He also went on later to say, "This could be my last year. I could play three more years." So you never, you know. He says he's engaged when the season is going on, but as you heard him there, he says there's even life outside of football during the football season. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady would scoff at that back in the day. Bill Belichick would hate. Do you ever notice, though, that he always has his sort of laid-back affect when he answers these questions? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not sure what to make of it. I've heard this so many times from Aaron Rodgers. I've heard him say that I've opened my my mind all these different possibilities. Then he goes out there and rips his receivers. So, I don't know really. I don't know what to take from all this. Does that make sense? Um, I mean, I think that it's interesting. It is an honest answer, right? I just think it's interesting that the answer's not... We're doing everything we can to get better every week. Maybe he thinks that's a given. He's Aaron Rodgers. Maybe we should just pencil, like mark that down in pen. Of course, they're working hard every week. Of course, yeah. Right. But like, Good think point. about like think about how far Christian Watson has come in the last couple of games. Like going into his second year, we're going to think totally different about this guy than we did through the first you know 
eight game, nine games of the season. I know he battled injuries and stuff, but you think about like how much growth there still could be to come for this team. Like, wouldn't you want to be trying to maximize that just even in a selfish way for Aaron Rodgers to set yourself up for next year with this team if you're still there? So wait, explain to me what you mean, though. You're saying that that answer implies that he's not trying to maximize? Well, I'm wondering if he thinks that's a, that's a given. Of course, they're yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. better all the time, but that's not in the answer. The answer is it. Wait, hey, what was the question? The question was, are you going to try to be like, is it going to be difficult to stay engaged in the season considering what the record is? Right. Okay. So his answer was, went back to his stock answer about how there's more than football. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, oh man. This, of course, I think he, I think what you first said, I think it's implied that he's going to work as hard as he can to be a good quarterback. I think he thinks that's implied for yeah. the audience, right? Of yeah. course he's going to work I think hard so. because I think that would be my answer. Like, let's see how much growth we can, we can make between now and the end of the season. Like there's no such thing as like a wasted day, a lost practice. I mean, that might not be realistic, but that's at least what I would be saying because I've actually seen that with some of the young guys on the team. Yeah, but I mean, are you high on ayahuasca like Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> no. Well, no. But I, the I show think, might sound better. You know what? Honestly, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers, I think he has his side to him where he gets on that Pat McAfee show and he's trying to sound like this wizard philosopher, football king. <laughs> yes. And I don't think it really means that much because I do think he could say all that. Watch next week. He plays the Eagles. Yep. Some, they, I think they could actually win that game. But something goes wrong. He's going to throw down the tablet. He's going to be PO'd. He... He tries to present this image, this California layback guy. I don't think that's really who he is, and I don't even believe his answer. Oh, God. I think he's furious about what's happening, and I think it's right below the surface. When he says again, this could be my last year, it could be in three years. Yeah. Like, are, is this that a means little, three years. But also, like, are we getting a little boy who cried wolf here? I mean, we're yeah. already past that. A Packers right? quarterback who <laughs> cried wolf about retirement? I know, I know. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were going to get a Packers quarterback who might be uh... – you know, trade to the Jets at well, some point. It's also, too, the guy who talks about retirement the most, the NFL quarterback, it's, uh, it's the guy who plays the longest for some bizarre <laughs> reason. I don't it's know. because we keep asking him about it, probably. Yeah, 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 once you yeah. hit 35, you're getting that question once a week. Right, but eventually Matt Ryan's just going to walk away from the game. Aaron Rodgers, like Brett Favre, is going to go back and forth 100 times. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of his persona. It's, it's definitely weird. You have to admit, he tries to present this image of it's not – affecting me but we know that's a lie right well and think about it It you mentioned brady like it when he was in the patriots years he never would have said something like this it took brady basically until he was 44 going through a high profile divorce to basically acknowledge that there's life outside of football yeah i know and it's cost the team (laughs) they want the old brady back and now he's getting sued for crypto endorsements Uh, yeah uh yeah no it's, it's a really interesting dichotomy no, I, I feel like I do speak a little bit Aaron Rodgers. I understand it's definitely whatever he says, there's much more context to it. And I think sometimes he's fooling himself. I, I think he's trying to present this image, trying to convince himself that he's okay and he has a life-work balance. I don't know. <laughs> just, doesn't he strike you as having some anger uh, towards the way things have fallen apart this season? Well, I mean, I can imagine he's disappointed, but he might have to own part of that too. I think yeah. that um, I don't think if you make any, if you make more to me than $20 million a year mm. in real life. I would say if you make more than $10 million, $5 million a year, you don't get a work-life balance. That's oh. what the money's for. I thought you were going to say it doesn't bother you because you have that money. That's oh. not true. No, no, that could still, it could still bother you. Right. Your competitor. You don't get a work-life balance. Yeah, You're yeah. making 30. No, I'm sorry. Roger's making 50 million a year. You don't get a work-life balance. I'm sorry. You've signed up for just work. 
And you get an off season to go down to Peru and take psychedelic drugs. I mean, it's a great situation. Yeah, the football life's not that hard. You get a lot of downtime. Except you're in a car crash at 17 straight times. That part is. Yeah. That part is bad. He seems to have figured that part out. I, I don't know how some sort of pain management technique that I don't even know. Yeah, but some other probably leaf for that. Yeah, it's funny. We have different takeaways from from that thing. For me, it strikes me as him trying to convince himself that he's okay and he has a work life balance, and this terrible season is not going to kill him. It's just some kind of ayahuasca but bad dream. I, but I think in reality, he's really not happy about this. I think he's really suffering this season. He does not want to go out there and look terrible. Well, he also revealed what his plans were for Thanksgiving on Thursday. Uh, He will be at kicker Mason Crosby's house. I assume this can be a solid Thanksgiving gathering for the Green Bay Packers. Good spread. We're expecting a good spread from the Crosbys. It better be. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm going to be in there judging the hell out of all of it. The decorations, the food presentation, (laughs) the food options, the dessert options. I'm going to try really hard to... to, uh, Get into my ayahuasca mindset and not judge, you know, every little thing. But how can he not? <laughs> Poor Mason Crosby. I don't want to <laughs> go with the gender norms here and assume that his wife's doing a lot of the cooking. But, like, this puts a lot of pressure on whoever's pulling this off for the Crosbys. You think Mason Crosby is the guy who's yeah. leading this thing? Well, yeah, I mean, Mason Crosby, he's a kicker. He should be used to the pressure. I think he can handle <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers' criticism. But that would be funny. You have to admit, now I want Aaron Rodgers to come to my Thanksgiving meal and just make snarky comments in the <laughs> kitchen. He'd be amazing at that. See, I don't want Aaron Rodgers anywhere within 100 feet of my house. I feel like now he's going to be judging me. Also, the decorations. First of all, yeah. what, a centerpiece? <laughs> or are you judging whether the Christmas lights are already up, if they're not up already? I mean, that's a really touchy thing right now with people who put up the Christmas tree too early, too late. You can't win with these people. Yeah, I mean, okay, as I mentioned, they play the Eagles next. Eagles slightly vulnerable. I wouldn't mind a small case of food poisoning at this event. <laughs> Not like deadly food poisoning, but like... A little, wow. a little like a light yeah, yeah, salmonella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying an undercooked turkey. If, uh, Mason Crosby's wife does not do a great job at undercooked turkey. <laughs> I will not complain. Yeah, do you think she's on the take? No, I don't. Th- I think I'm hoping she's totally incompetent, <laughs> <laughs> like her husband is at times. Yeah. That we are well documented. <laughs> Imagine all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers comes down with food poisoning. It's like everyone just blaming the Crosbys. Okay. Again, hate to put it into the gender norms, but she's definitely feeling more pressure than he is. (laughs) Probably. Okay, just putting it out, totally not giving me time to think. You could have any quarterback in the league at the Gray Household Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think you ha- you only have one answer that you can It's got to be Josh Allen, just yeah, so we can sit can, around and stare at him. No, you um, can't <laughs> not invite Josh Allen to your house. <laughs> uh, it would definitely, it would, it would probably be Josh Allen. I'd have to. I, we're all Bills fans, although we split the family with Eagles fans, so I bet Jalen Hurts would probably get oh, a couple okay. votes. I'll take Jalen Hurts. Uh, Samter, I don't know what you're going to do. You don't have a lot of good options. There, there's Ken no O'Brien, chance. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Mike White's going to be there before Zach Wilson at this point. Mike White should be starting before Zach. Maybe Chad Pennington? Can I get him? You don't want Mark Sanchez? He's the the last winning quarterback for the Jets. The last Sanchez, last quarterback with a winning quarterback. He'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think Sanchez. Would be, you know what? I'm he's a big theater fun. guy. Oh, there you go. So he and I could talk about you know Broadway. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, you'd be singing by the end of the night. Sorry, what's by the end of the night? What do you mean? We're, we're gonna walk in the room and present the turkey while we're singing. We're gonna have a whole four piece number. 
jog my memory. The butt fumble was was out of Thanksgiving. Day yes, game. it was, and it yeah. was Sanchez, and that was the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, was the yeah I remember that was the, the night game, right? And Sunday was the Patriots. Yeah, I yeah. got to tell you. So, I used to do a show with a former Jet, Bart Scott, and he was awesome. And he would talk about anything, details of his life, really personal things, moments in the Jets locker room, in the Ravens locker room. He was an open book and is an open book about his life. The one thing he will not talk about is that game. They've tried to do like documentaries. They want to do oral histories of it. They've wanted to do all these things about the Buff Fumble. He will not sit. He will not be a talking head. Will not comment. Will not talk about it. Wait, to it's me, the there's one a- thing. I don't know how you make a whole documentary, but Mark Sanchez ran into some guy's butt. Yeah. <laughs> Is there more, more to it? Is there more to it? I think I just summed up the whole story. <laughs> this, it was a this short. was like a breaking point for the Jets. This was yeah. like, are they on the way up or are they, are they on the way down? The Patriots were like the team, and like they went into this with all this hope that there's a chance that maybe we could be a team, and then... They got smoked and Sanchez butt fumbles. Yeah, like, I know. This but was the this, end of the end. All these interviews and all this narrative leading up to that play feels like a sort of a melodramatic or an anticlimactic end to a documentary. What are you going to have, like, the guy's butt cheek in slow motion <laughs> quivering as Sanchez? How many times, first of all, how many times do you actually show the butt fumble? Like 16 times in the documentary? You can't show it enough. <laughs> I don't know. Well. Yeah, that would be a good 30 for 30. Was but it, I don't know there's a lot of depth. It to was it. Brandon Moore, right? I know the last, his yes. name was Moore, Brandon Moore. This poor guy. Had a long career in the NFL. No, he no. was on a great offensive line with DeBrickishaw Ferguson, our friend Nick Mangold. He was like, had a great career, only known for this thing. But I don't think it's, I think the Sanchez took the brunt of it. Yeah, but. I don't yeah. even know Brandon Moore. <laughs> but look at Sanchez. Now he's doing okay. He's like, yeah. you know, broadcasting for Fox. He's like on TV shows. Yeah. He's rebounded nicely. I mean, did we even see Brandon Moore's face in this highlight? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we ever see Brandon Moore's face ever. So We're think, not even sure I that's his real name. Yeah, I think he's okay. He's, uh, yeah, I think Sanchez is the one. I mean, if you think of infamous quarterback plays, you obviously have the butt fumble. You have yeah. Dan Orlovsky running out of the yeah. back of the end zone. I don't even Which know. now happens like all the time. You know? <laughs> it doesn't really. It's happened twice so far this season. Didn't Garoppolo do it? <laughs> uh, Taylor Heineke. Well, who's the guy who most blatantly did it? Like ran for nine yards behind the end zone. No, I thought it was Garoppolo. Was it Garoppolo? Had, Could a, be. had a moment. You're right. I think it was Jimmy G. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think that the butt fumble is more on Sanchez. It's, it's the anniversary today. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. Sorry. November 22nd, Sorry, 2012. But you should have had a lot of goodwill built up because the Jets had already been to back-to-back AFC championships at that time. That's Nine weird. And ten. That's that's so weird. A Jets fan base that uh, has something mean to say about their quarterback. <laughs> I, I wonder why does that ring familiar? As if it might be happening right now. You know what? I got to be honest though. I get what the, where the Jets fans are coming coming from with this one. Although for as much as Zach Wilson has been maligned over the last forty eight hours, and you know he deserves to take his share of the blame. I heard our friend Michael Lombardi talking about this on his podcast, The GM Shuffle. Is nobody ripping Robert Sala? or the special teams coach, whoever that is for the Jets, for why did you punt the ball right down the middle to, who was it, Marcus Jones, who came up with the big punt return? Why not punt it out of bounds? Like, play a little situational football, and nobody is blaming Sala at all. How can a Jets fan have expected to win that game? You got quadruple yardage why you got you basically let the Patriots drive up and down the field every single time you were so lucky to even be in that game it was 3-3 it was 3-3 it should have Jones wasn't doing all that because much. it was a it was a hurricane level win for the field goal <laughs> kickers the Patriots destroyed them in every way there's no way the Jets should have been in that game but all right we're not going to litigate the the game uh sorry by the way Zach Wilson at least the one thing we'll know him for is not a butt fumble but for sleeping with his mom's friend <laughs> so he's yeah. way better off than Mark Sanchez yeah, allegedly 
Allegedly? What do you mean allegedly? The guy bragged about it on social media about 14 times. <laughs> no. Where's the allegation? It was the ex-girlfriend who brought it up. I mean, that's yeah, a but, pretty good source. Yeah, but then didn't Zach Wilson kind of own it? Marco Belletti, you know the answer is. Hey, by the <laughs> way, after the break, I have very, very interesting poll results on my Twitter feed. I don't know what the Maggie and Pearl Twitter feed says. We'll have to come, we'll compare and contrast. We Mine finally got our poll question. very intriguing who the second best team in the NFL is behind KC. All right, mm. we're going to update the poll coming up next, plus <laughs> uh, the boneheaded move that not one but two NFL players pulled this week. Stu's birthday today. So he had some big plans. However, he did leave us a Navy Federal Defensive Player of the Week because Tough one. Stu's awesome like that. I mean, this is his birthday present to us. I'm <laughs> going to be honest. If either of you come even close to guessing wait, this, wait, I would right. be shocked. There okay. was two very high-profile defensive performances, so I thought he would be torn between the two. You're saying it's not its not an obvious one? It's not Marlon Humphrey? Marlon Humphrey. It, I thought it would be Micah Parsons or Chris Jones, the f- two frontrunners for Defensive Player of the Year. Both had massive nights. But you also had Marlon Humphrey, who recovered a fumble and had an interception. Yeah, but it gets the Panthers. Does that, <laughs> does that even count? I mean, it's still, it's I, still a good day. I um, would think Chris Jones single-handedly took over that entire... I yeah. would have voted Chris Jones or Micah Parsons. You could do Micah Parsons any week. Yep, that's true. But um, um, wait, it's not a, a big-time NFL guy like the, that? The, like fun, an NFL the funny thing is, Perloff, you are closest with your guesses, but you're not there. What? Uh, so another... Pass rusher in the NFL? Uh, oh, maybe did Judon again, but I doubt no, it. Oh, no, Judon he did again. Max Crosby because he's a Raiders fan, didn't he? He did not. I bet I'm no. lost. Who? You're, you're right on it with Chris Jones. Same team, different player. Oh, who do you have? This week's player is Chiefs linebacker Nick Bolton. In Sunday's 30-27 <laughs> win over the Chargers, Bolton had 14 tackles to go along with a pick and a forced fumble and currently ranks sixth in the NFL in tackles with 95. Honestly, Oof. that dude was everywhere. He was everywhere. Yeah. He was everywhere I mean, in the but, game. But in my head, if I'm thinking of a Chiefs defensive player, I'm no. going Chris Jones. Yeah. That's he you're doing Chris pressure. Jones because he single-handedly tortured Justin Herbert. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it was... But see, this is the mind of Stu, right? Like, everyone is thinking Chris Jones if you're going Chiefs. So he had to go just a little twist. All Let right. me ask you, by the way, this is totally yes. aside. If you guys had to pick a front runner right now, Micah Parsons is an all-time player. He's great. But I think Chris Jones is making a real move. He's, no, he's the MVP of that defense. He's the only good defensive player pretty much on that entire unit. Sorry, Nick Bolton. But <laughs> he's the only Pro Bowl level, really, like, consistent. I feel like, basically, the Chiefs Because well, Frank Clark got, what, suspended for a couple yeah. games, right? For well, it's just Chris Jones is so much better. Yeah. So much better than anyone else. I feel like he's, a, like, a defensive MVP in the sense he's so valuable. If you took him off that defense they would disappear, where I have no idea what the Cowboys would be without Micah. They have a lot of stars. Um, so, to me, I would go Chris Jones, partially because they're an offensively-oriented team. It's like, he's like their Aaron Donald. That's um, my take. Okay, so it's a shame watching T.J. Watt now come back. I know yeah, he's yeah. won it so many times. Like, how did he come up with that interception? I think had he played a full season, he would be in the mix. I mean... Judon's going to break the sack record. Yeah, Judon will probably be up there. I personally, I think Matt Milano should get a look, but he's never gotten. But a look he's before. missed a couple of games, and he should. But if he could keep that guy on the field, Jordan Poyer of your Bills should yeah. be defensive player by absenteeism. <laughs> what if they can't win without him? I know. Um, oh, by the way, Nick Bosa too. I mean, Nick just, Bosa, or just can you give it to the whole San Francisco defense? They are unbelievable. They're so good. Can you update the poll? Speaking okay. of San Francisco, because after what we watched last night. 
I believe that the San Francisco 49ers are the second best team in the NFL. I think the Chiefs are one, 49ers now are two, although it is bunched up more in the NFC. You do have some good contenders out there. So, Perloff, update our poll. Okay. Uh, this is my poll and it has slightly different results than the Maggie and Pearl poll. And there's probably a reason why. <laughs> yes. Yes. You think I do that have some more Philadelphia Eagles voters. fans. Yes. So the runaway winner is the Buffalo Bills, then the Philadelphia Eagles, then the 49ers, and then only 10% Cowboys. Yeah. That's which, your Eagles fan but, uh, base. Yeah. Um, what is the Maggie and Pearl poll? Do you have that in front it's, of us? It's one? very similar. Bills yeah. are in the lead, almost exactly 35%. Uh, the 49ers are second, though, ahead of the Eagles, 27.1 to 26.4. And then other, which we've gotten some responses as the Cowboys and the Dolphins, is running at 11%. All right, very good. So that's Yeah, I don't thing. know why you're so down on the Bills. Because Vegas is still high on them, although you're right, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. No. But they, what, is, what is the – I know they lost to the Jets. But I think people think that, that all those fumbles and stuff like that and bad picks by Josh Allen, they'll regress to the mean – they're still legitimate right there in the second team. Yeah, they are. They're still yeah. a great team. Yeah, I mean, can you just admit They're just that... going through it. They're just going through it a little bit right now. Yeah, but still, are you any long-term worries about what's going on right now? Long-term worries? Yeah, I'm long-term worried that they're never going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> definitely the long-term worry. I'm worried that Josh Allen's just playing in the era of Patrick Mahomes. They kicked the Chiefs' butt earlier this year. I know the score was kind of close. Yeah, well, but... <laughs> what's different now? Just Jordan Poyer's out. What's no, the... the playoffs. That's what. That's where this all changes. And they, I, they outplayed them in Arrowhead last year. And Well, and I don't think that you, you're not ready to buy into the Miami Dolphins because of what you said. They haven't really played... Since Tua's been back from his yeah. concussions, he, they have not played like murderer's row. So let's see what happens when they face some more elite defenses. Uh, I still think that the Ravens are very good. Like, I'm I'm not sleeping on some of these other AFC teams I think are good. The Bengals. Side bet. Yeah. I think it's going to be, it, depending on how it lines up, a Bills-Chiefs-AFC title game. Well, I mean. Or that it feels to me like they're the best because the Ravens look so bad on Sunday. Even you came in Monday morning like, oh, man, what do we do with the Ravens? Well, because Lamar Jackson, I think, like, had the flu. He I missed guess. a lot of practice. Uh, yeah, no, I know. But they still, they're a hard one to figure out. Everybody's Did you see hard to Lamar's right tweet now. last night where he's like, oh, so it turns out I'm going to be starving on Thanksgiving. Did anyone get to the bottom of that? No. What's he talking about? I have no idea. Did he not get invited to somebody's <laughs> dinner? Did the did Justin Tucker not invite you to Thanksgiving like Mason Crosby invited Aaron Rodgers? Now, that would be... Uh, Justin Tucker probably does an immaculate job for Thanksgiving. If you go to his house, he's definitely singing, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he comes in. He's got the grand piano already set up. And you just have a feeling he's a foodie, too. I don't know what it is. Justin Tucker is kind of perfect. <laughs> Has he ever had a field goal that isn't exactly in the middle of the cross? Uh, no, it's like a basketball player who never touches the rim. He's the Steph Curry of the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So what do you think it was? Is there any indication? I have no idea. It's like you're on the verge of signing oh. a gajillion dollar contract. You didn't get invited to any Thanksgiving? Is it a money comment that without his contract, he's not going to be able to afford I wouldn't make that joke around this holiday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't turn down $190 million of money. And he did. I wouldn't turn down 190 bucks. But that's just me. Four year deal, 190 bucks. <laughs> I'm trying to do a deep dive into Lamar's Twitter feed. There's no he indication. He didn't follow it up with anything. No, somebody said starving like Marvin and did some pictures of uh, of a TV show on stars. That's the only real follow-up to it, but it has nothing to do with actually Lamar Jackson. So I don't get it. It's like we're not we're all not in on the joke. Yet they're, it sounds like playing on 25,000 likes. Yeah. Nobody has any clue what's going on. Maybe actually he was sick. Maybe it was a stomach thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's going to continue to be sick. 
I don't know. Uh, okay, so that's what's going on a little bit with our poll question. You can go there and vote either at Maggie and Pearl if you like, or you can go to at Andrew Perloff. We're just cannibalizing ourselves with our polls. Well, we got to get the Philly people to represent in the poll. That's only fair. You uh, should put up a Buffalo one. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, I don't want to know the results. Coming up, we got Jerry Jones sounds for you. Cowboys Quickie comes your way in just a moment. Don't move more Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.